Hey everybody, glad you're back listening to 4X Formula Radio. This is episode number three with Everald Reed. We had a great conversation touching on so many different topics. There's such rich content in here that I had to let you listen to it all. This is the final episode of the conversation with Everald Reed, writer of the book entitled The Reed Method. Remember we were talking about um, you can't change or adjust what you don't measure right so keeping track of things understanding where you're at like if i'm in the month i know in my business where i need to be in june Mm -hmm. that will translate into what my what i'm going to earn for the balance of the the year year. yeah because the spring is huge and i know the fall is huge summer's a little bit different in my market somebody you know someone in florida might be a different story right Mm -hmm. but i I know that's my market. I understand that because I've been keeping stats for years. I understand where my hills and valleys will be. One thing about my business that I can kind of brag about if I'm going to brag about anything, and I don't like to brag, but I have never missed a month getting a commission check. And that's, this is, that's not huge. many people in real estate can say this. That's huge. For 17 years. Wow. You know, and in that, my light bulbs, and I plural, <laughs> didn't come on <laughs> really for me in understanding how to break things down and, and kind of go, okay, what have I, what have I been doing? Just like you did when you wrote your book, it causes you to think, right? Mm-hmm. It causes you to kind of start to break things down and, and you, it's all in your brain here. And you thought I got to empty my brain and get it onto something. It's like a therapeutic that's, kind that's of thing. That's literally right? what happened. It was too and much to carry around. Totally. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing. I've been yeah. writing stuff, writing yeah. stuff, writing stuff, but I, I, I never thought to like, get a publisher or whatever i've been thinking about putting it down so i could organize everything so i could give really good value to people in an organized way right yeah but then i thought about it i'm going you know what it doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter what i teach them it it doesn't even matter here's the things you need to do i'm going to tell you how to do it we're not moving on to the next module till you do it and Uh you prove to me you've done it and we've measured it and then we're going to move on to the next module because i do not want you to fail if you take this course I want to know you're succeeding. So don't even take this course unless you plan to yeah, succeed. Absolutely. That's how I'm going to be presenting this course. Yeah. So I'm not just doing it for the sake of doing it. I I really want to know anybody who pays yeah. the money and takes this course, and it's going to be a fraction of the cost to the benefit they'll receive for sure. I know that's going to happen. The reason I know that is because I'm going to make sure they do the doing. But the thing is, they're not going to do it unless they know why they're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. So we were talking about measuring and you said, you know, I could ask some guys, where are they at this year? Or how many deals are going to, you know, how much money, what, what, what's your goal this year? I want to sell this many cars. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Do you get into that? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, what made me start doing this was I've always been results driven. Okay. Results sure. driven. So whereas, um, most salespeople, and we're talking about the 95, at least 90%, do not have a goal sheet. There's nothing on their computer. There's nothing on their yeah. desktop. There's nothing on their phone that says, yeah. this is how much money I'd like to earn for this year. Yeah. Um, they don't read much. They, you know, most salespeople have never picked up a book to read. Yeah. They don't invest in themselves. So personal development. And, Huge. And, yeah. So, and this is part of my whole success lately is, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, can you imagine if 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 I had invested in myself at a much earlier oh man time hey. in my life? Absolutely. Where it, this is where all this goal stuff comes from, right? Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, okay, I just don't want to have just a regular goal, you know, in my head. Mm-hmm. I and I evolved, and, and and here's the thing about the goals, the goals that we're talking about, goal setting. Mm-hmm. 
and measuring and tracking results and progress. Mm-hmm. When I when I do the workshops, I actually show where I am at now, and it's a great big Excel sheet that literally, when I asked the audience, I said, what do you think this is? The response from the audience usually is, that's the dealership's financial statement, or it's some sort of financial <laughs> statement, yeah. because it's very detailed. Yeah. And I go, yes, it's some sort of statement, but it's actually my personal goal sheet. And they go, what? Yeah. And I said, but it's evolved to this. This mm-hmm. is not where it started. And that's mm-hmm. the other thing, too, that the audience, you know, everybody listening tonight is that you don't have to start off being a pro at setting goals or measuring goals. But you just you've got to start somewhere, right, and write it down. Not not by thinking it, just thinking it first, obviously, but putting it on paper and start measuring. And my goal sheet, there's seven-plus years on the same Excel file so if you scroll back every month yeah you'll see every single month for for the last seven plus years and how i started where it was just a four column spreadsheet just measuring the average the name of the person and the model of the car yeah today the entire sheet is full and now i track my income so every every paycheck you get it's a simple formula you plug in the number uh, you you plug in the amount Mm -hmm. of, of the of the of the check you put the date in Mm-hmm. And then there's a formula that, you know, based on bi-weekly payments, that projects it times 26 mm-hmm. to what your, your year-end would be. Mm-hmm. So if your goal is 100000 or 200000 or 300000 yeah, you know if you're actually on track or yeah. falling behind or ahead yeah. of that goal. What percentage of the goal you're what at? Percent, moment, yeah, right? it's simple. Yeah, and it, we do have a whole year yeah. to do it, yeah. right? So, and what I call it in my course, I call it turn on the tap. So... You need to be able to be empowered to be able to turn on the tap when you need to. So, you know what? I'm a little bit behind right now because remember, and this has got to be true for car sales, where you're at today was from work you did 60 to 90 days ago, Mm -hmm. right? So, guess what? You can't go back in time, right? Absolutely. You can't go back in time. So now, maybe you're in a bit of a valley right now, but all you got to do is dig in, turn on the tap. Now, the, thing, the funny thing about salespeople, yeah. they love working out of emergency mode. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I have some of that still in me. <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> it's, drives me it's crazy. something inherent in yeah. that, right? Yeah. And, but to me, like, and I, I'm kind of like that too. I kind of thrive on that little yeah. pressure thing a bit. But as you get older, I'm now 50. You know, and yeah, you, and I'm turning get, 50 this year. Are you? Yeah, we're both. Remember, congratulations. Are we both September? I'm August, end of August, so yeah, very close. we're yeah, both yeah. Virgos. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I just turned fifty. Went to Paris last year. That was so awesome. Just nice. me and my wife. We had a great time. But you, you start to kind of go. You know what? I don't want that crazy stress anymore. I want to. I want to organize things. You know, and that's why I I've never missed a month in the uh-huh. last seventeen years of because because I understand that concept of I am fully responsible. Uh-huh. Right, sixty to ninety days. What was I doing sixty to ninety days ago? I know when I'm slacking off. Everybody does know, but oh, absolutely, you know, absolutely, right? And so, if you just kind of, if, but if you break down your goals from yearly to monthly to weekly to okay, now what do I got to do each day? Yeah, and then you take that thing and you go, okay, now you know what? I know I'm going to work 300 and whatever days in the year. You divide that out based on the income. What's your dollar per hour worth? Right? I know what my dollar per hour is worth. I know that. Uh-huh. So now when I'm spending time with somebody that might be a waste of time 
or I'm having the coffee talk war story conversation with somebody, uh-huh. or I'm doing yeah, all these things. Adding up the dollars. You start t- calculating your time. You're going, you know what? It is costing me. If my time is worth $200 an hour, which I believe it is at least minimum, uh-huh. then I start to think, hmm, do I want to spend an hour doing this right now? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and when I started earning, you know, uh, you know, a higher income, I was, I was able to divide it up into the working days and said, okay, what is my per day yeah. uh, worth? And obviously down to the hour as well. So it's a, we've done, we've essentially yeah. done the same thing. When you were talking about slacking off a little bit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, so I'm known at the office for the guy that can, in the last 10 days of the month, pull it out of the hat and still yeah. sell more than everybody else. Yeah. But for the first quarter, for the first time in, this is the eighth year now, for the first quarter of this year, it, it was rough. Um, I mean, with, with personal issues that I'm dealing with as well uh, at home, and um, and so very, very you know, the, yeah. various things, right? Stuff I mean, that diverts your life. mind a little bit, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So your mind is like, oh my god, there's this, is that, and you're human at the end of the day. Absolutely, <laughs> you know. So in the first three months, I literally, I'm I'm about forty percent of my target. In this month of April, based on what I'm tracking now. I could actually do as much in the month of April that I did combined in the first three months. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just pour it on. I, uh, yeah. Just pour it on. Yeah. And you've come to the realization that, okay, you have to be smarter at what you do. Mm-hmm. And here's the, here's the part of my, the tagline that I've, I've adopted for my podcast is mm-hmm. to be intentional. Yes. Okay. You have to be intentional with everything you do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've decided to do is, I mean, and I already ignore most people at work. I don't really spend time. Uh, I'm, I'm not the coffee club guy. I'm not the going out to lunch for a beer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm busy as it is. So <laughs> Lord knows I don't have time for much of that. Yeah. Right. But it's to be more intentional mm-hmm. is to be deliberate in the actions you take whether you need to close your door, whether you need to say, okay, I'm available in an hour or two, leave me alone. Uh, Whether you need to turn off your cell phone or turn down the volume so that you can focus. Whether you need to set those goals like we talked about earlier. Whether you need to realize where you actually stand today because most salespeople don't have a clue where they stand. Months to date, year to date. And then at the end of the year, they wonder what the hell happened. And then they blame the economy. They blame the weather. They blame everything. But the fact that they had no clue where they were. Exactly. Right? So that's what you have to do is be intentional with with everything you do in terms of success. Be intentional too, folks, with personal development. And those of you who have not adapted a personal development routine, um, that is essential because... None of you, including myself, would not have realized what potential success could be mm-hmm. until I started really investing more in myself. Absolutely. Learn from people that have been through it. Yeah. That have been through it. You know, and the thing that I love about what we're doing is I, we're still in the trenches. Yeah. Both you and I. Yeah. We are so similar right yes. now. Yes. You know, yes. still and we doing both it. started, we didn't even know, just so you know, folks. For the last six years, we kind of every once in a while would see what, what we're doing, but we didn't actually. We went on this path yeah. of creating value for people in our industry yeah. to turn around and go back to them and listen. I want to help you. We both did that without even knowing. Without it. even knowing. Without We've even been, knowing it. Yeah, and yeah. that's the exciting thing. And here we are talking today, and and kind of going, man, like all these things we were thinking, because 
and we're both in the trenches. We're yeah. still doing it. We're still so we're doing still it. refining. We're still um, you know honing our skills. We're still coming up with tools and systems and and yeah. constantly making it better and better and better for these yeah, people and, that we're serving. And the thing is, the the networking that we were doing and the, and the friendship and the relationships that we've built. Uh, I mean, first of all, if the fact that we haven't we haven't really communicated much in the last six years, we've liked and we've seen each other what we're doing. Sure, but have we you know we haven't communicated much but we still respected what each other was doing mm-hmm. respect respectively but it's the ability to understand that okay sometimes you you got to go back to the trenches sometimes you got to dig in sometimes mm-hmm. you got to re, reposition yourself mm-hmm. um you got to learn about what you really need to do to take things to the next level and i think for the last six years we've both invested a lot in ourselves mm-hmm. into yeah. learning more into choosing the right relationships into networking uh, with the right people. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think at the end of the day, the end result for both of us is that we want to give back a lot of what we've learned mm-hmm. in our experiences and, and, and to be able to deliver, to deliver on our own promises that what makes us feel good. You know? Yeah. But to go back and, and kind of go, Hey guys, I've been through all this stuff. I, I, I can't even believe like, if someone, if I, and I, and I do tell my stories and in, in my podcast and I do talk a lot about stuff I went through and, and, and relationships that didn't go right and, you know, paths I took that were wrong. And when I started out in real estate, I was a bankrupt. Uh-huh. I, I was an assistant for somebody. That's how I started. My wife and I got married and we had one car. We're living in a basement suite. We had no money. I was bankrupt. I was making $1,200 a month. And, and, you know, I had to talk somebody into loaning, you know, getting me to drive a car off the car lot is a used car lot. And I paid him off in five months. And it wasn't a very expensive car. It had uh-huh. cigarette burns in the seats and it stunk <laughs> like cigarettes. And, but it was a four door and, then, but you know, but it's a start. And I remember trying to figure out where my next five bucks was so I could drive people around and show them houses. And I remember those days. To, to go back, you look at it romantically now, right? And when you go back into those times, those, those tough times you went through. But, but, the, but the key element to the whole thing, when you come to this realization 22 years later, you know, I was 28 years old. I was a total different person. I had a self-image of a pregnant aunt. I was, it couldn't have been any lower, you know? I, I, and, and I was learning yeah. from somebody that was teaching me all the wrong, wrong ways things. to do Absolutely. things. Absolutely. So yeah. then I had to kind of come to this place. By the way, I when I started in real estate, it was like a default thing. It was like I had failed at everything else. I didn't, you know, my parents didn't have any money. We grew up poor, and I, I didn't have the option of going to university and bettering myself. What was it? Not neither did I. I mean, yeah. I think I had the. I mean, I was in college, but it, it became tough totally. to, to to keep going. And I walked into a Toyota store, as I told the story in the book, and yeah. and I never left. Yeah. <laughs> after that, it was like I was actually making money. Yeah. Right. So uh, and and there's no the thing about sales. Yeah. The wonderful thing about it is it's it's all on you. Yeah. Right. It's there's there's no no one putting a stamp on your head going doink. You're worth twenty five dollars an hour. Doink. You're worth whatever money per year. That's a wonderful thing about sales. There's no ceiling. There's no yeah. basement. There's no. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no ceiling. Yeah. And we get to be creative, which I believe inherently as human beings, we all need to be creative. Oh, I think absolutely. That is a muscle that I think gets flabby yeah. when you start working for someone else who's told you what you're worth, when you get to eat lunch, when you get to take breaks, 
when you get to go on holidays yeah. and you just get the same amount of money anyway, so why make a big difference? You, you lose your sense of purpose. You lose all that. And I'm not putting it down people that work in jobs, but I'm just saying in sales, if you're in sales and you're listening to us right now, appreciate that. Like get excited about the fact that it's all on you. You get to be creative. There's no ceiling on what you can produce. It's all. So now knowing that, creating that why, why are you doing it? Why did, what is hundred grand yeah. a year? What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean in your life? Like, yeah. how is that going to change your life? How is it going to 200 grand? Fine. What does it mean? How, what's it going to get for you? How is that going to change your life? What, what are you going to be able to give back out of that? What, you know, how is that going to affect your family? Uh-huh. What kind of vehicle do you need to drive? Picture your life, uh-huh. develop that. Why? Because I'll tell you one, just guess what? As soon as you get on the track, you read, uh, the read method book or you take the 4X formula course and you get all excited and you're gonna go on a new track now and you're gonna you're gonna take this disciplined approach in your life. First thing that's gonna happen, because it's like the way life works, it's the test. As soon as you go on that new track, you draw a line in the sand, you step over it, you start going, bam, you're gonna get hit with a challenge, guaranteed. <laughs> Guaran- guaranteed oh, yeah. every oh, single yeah. time. That's life, Yeah. right? And that challenge is testing you. Is that challenge a wall or is it a speed bump? If you got your eye on the goal, it's going to be a speed bump because you can see over top of it. Yeah. If you don't have your eye on the goal and you don't know your why, that challenge up. is going to be a wall. Yeah. And you're going to think you can't get past it. You can't get over yeah. it. And I want you to know that. That's a fact. That's going to happen to all of you who are listening right yeah. now. Just know that. Understand it. And I've but been develop that. your why. Develop yeah. your why. I mean, I, and I think back at one of my biggest examples is when I, I at a young age, in my late 20s, I, I owned a, a used car dealership and uh, I was two and a half years into it mm-hmm. and you know through inexperience and mismanagement uh, but had I just stuck it out had I just asked for help had I just um, you know listened to a couple of people mm-hmm. and not got scared so quickly sure you know who knows how many dealerships I would have by now yeah for and, sure. because that would ultimately have been yeah the, the result yeah. You know, so sometimes, um, like even this morning, I was listening to, you know, to Gary Vaynerchuk and there are many speakers that you can listen to and they'll, they'll tell you this. It's, you know, when you get to this, the tough times and to the roadblocks, so to speak, yeah. it's usually not the time to quit because usually when you quit then, the success was just on the other side, Yeah, you know, and it's not the work as much as it is the, the, you know, the doubts and the roadblocks that come into the way. The work, you know, we all can work and we can say we can all work as much as we can. But when you hit those roadblocks and then it knocks you down and you feel so, you know, alone really yeah. in that space. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even want to tell anybody. <coughs> a lot of times it's, 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 it's a, a simple matter of the fact and it's one of the most difficult things of looking internally for a second and going, what pattern do I need to change? What do I need to what I need to develop within myself? What 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 where do I need to dig deep in order to overcome this thing? Sometimes you have to come to realization, go, you know what, I've learned all my lessons here, I'm gonna cut it and I'm gonna move on to something else. Yep. That might be it. Oh, sometimes you have to do that. But yeah. at the same time, those lessons they need to serve you. They always yeah. need to serve you. They can't they can't be one of those things where you look back and go, Well, if this happened or that person didn't do that or that person did that or if that you start looking at all these external reasons without looking at yourself 
then you're always going to live with regret. You're always going to have this sense of um, almost almost hatred for that time of your life. Yeah, and second guessing yourself a lot. Yeah, and you'll never yeah. grow from it. Yeah, yeah. And so whatever you're going through right now, if you are going through some sort of challenges, we want to encourage you, just let you know, take a look at it, figure out where the patterns are, figure out where the lesson is, figure out what you can learn from that. Yeah. And then and, and allow that to serve you because challenges are going to come. And here's one thing I've learned from about challenges and about goals. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I wrote the, the book, I'm like, okay, who's going to, how am I going to market this book? Who's going to even believe in this book? Yeah. And I reached out to some of the world's most recognizable, you know, uh, thought leaders like Tom Hopkins and Les Brown and um, mm -hmm. uh, Mel Robbins and uh, Darren Hardy. Like these are all world-renowned guys in their space, like thought leaders and, and uh, personal development trainers. And I was surprised. What, what what surprised me was the amount of these people that are actually willing to help you. Mm -hmm. um, That's amazing. Yeah. If you if you actually take the time to reach out, I, I was shocked when I got the responses and the communication and the extended communication from Tom Hopkins, who said, "Yes, send me a copy of your book. I'd love to see it." Yeah, you know, um, he would he would reply to me from China when he was there and said, "Okay, when I get back, you know, let's talk." You know, uh, he would come on the show and supported me five times. Yeah, that's like, fantastic. Like somebody who's been in sales training 42 years he's trained over 5 million salespeople mm -hmm. in live audiences alone yeah right yeah to give me the time of day to say sure come and meet with me come and talk let's do it you know for less brown to do it i would you know when i started the podcast those were the goals i had i did have the goals the big goals to go after big guests you know mm -hmm. world-renowned guests mm -hmm. that's why i'm here of course that's, of course I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever yeah that's nice to, 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 <laughs> that's too funny yeah guys I finally who, said yes i yeah, said no so I, many times do you have guys know it no. <laughs> and as you can tell kelly's quite the comedian he's, he's, he's a good guy um but but i was always um you know those are the goals. Yeah. Those were the goals. That So if you're going to actually do something, mm -hmm. forget about the mediocre goals. You know, go for the big. Who's the best? Who's the biggest guest you'd like to have on your show? Right. Who's the biggest? What's the biggest goal you'd like to or accomplishment you'd like to have? Like whatever space you're operating in, whatever you're doing, what's mm -hmm. the biggest goal? Yeah. Is that for you? Write that down and research, yeah. you know, and how to get it. Yeah. You know, and let me tell you, when I contacted Les Brown, it was by fluke. A friend of mine literally was sitting across from me, just like you are. He had come to see me and we were talking about the show. And I said, yeah, I'd like to get guys like Tom Hopkins and Les Brown and this and that. The other he goes and he literally pulled out his cell phone. Looked, pressed a couple of buttons and turned it around to me. And he goes, that's Les Brown's number. Right in my office. Yeah. I go, get out of here. <laughs> and he goes, I've been trying to get a hold of him and, you know, it's been difficult. I've had no contact. Yeah. The first time I called, he picked up the phone. It's meant to happen. So how do you, you know, exactly. Yeah. You know, so you, you just don't know until you try. And um, so I urge people out there, you know, 2019 is, is a young year. It's only April. Mm -hmm. um, to reposition your goals, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
today's, you know, whatever day it is. Yeah, you know, you're turn only one quarter in. Yeah, right. we want first mm-hmm. quarter. Turn yeah. over a new page. Write those goals. Reprioritize your goals. Whatever makes you happy. What are your actual goals? How how do you, what would it take to accomplish them? Who do you need some help from? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay to reach out uh, to us uh, mm-hmm. to ask a question or two. I'm happy. I respond to anybody who reaches out to me. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that last episode. Here's the reality that you may or may not know. The top 20% of real estate agents take home 80% of the money out there, while the bottom 80% are fighting over 20% of the scraps that are left. Do you have a desire to be in the top 20%? If you're working hard and not sustainably making six figures of income and beyond, the problem is not you, it's your system. I struggled for years until one day the light bulb came on and I figured out how to simplify the real estate business. If you want to learn my secrets that anyone can implement immediately, that I still use every day, that pays me multiple six figures every year, go to 4xformula.com right now. That's 4xformula.com. The number 4xformula.com.